Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. We had a lot of employee input on the design and layout of the kitchenettes. Yeah. Which we have, what, three, would you say? Is that ish, accurate? We got yeah. this one on the other side of the wall and downstairs, right? There's kind of two-ish up here. And we got microwaves in each one, don't we? There's no microwave out there. There's one right here, and then there's one downstairs. Got it. But we're only permitted to cook stinky foods in which ones? Downstairs. Okay. There are two microwaves downstairs for stinky foods. Oh, gotcha. downstairs. In the kitchen area. Isn't that funny? Does your company have a policy like that? <laughs> which microwave you can microwave what in? Yeah, popcorn and what was the vegetable that stinks so bad? Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts, yeah. broccoli, cauliflower, anything All of it steamed, smells. essentially. Up fish. Look at that. The poor girl's trying to be healthy and now she's getting yelled at. You're not, you have to, you have to door dash around here. That's it. Best and worst TV shows of the year coming up. Also, who Angelina's best friends are these days. But first, let's begin this hour. Zena with Jamie Foxx this morning. Yeah, this is really interesting. We still don't know what happened with him health-wise, why he was in the hospital earlier this year. But it does look like he is experiencing, if not a full recovery, pretty darn close. Showed up in person Monday night to receive an award at a, cen- a ceremony honoring Black, Latino, and Asian people in the arts. And he said, I wouldn't wish what I went through on my worst enemy because it's tough when it's almost over, when you see the tunnel. He said, I saw the tunnel. I didn't see the light. It was hot in that tunnel, too. I don't know where I was going. Crap. That's not what he said. Am I going to the right place? Mm. He added, quote, I have a new respect for life. I have a new respect for my art. Wow. Do you guys think he's going to write some sort of like book or do some sort of documentary on all this? And that's why he's so mum about what has been happening or what is happening. I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to know. It just depends. But in terms of the, the newfound respect a person has when they go through something like that, I know someone who was struggling with some health issues and it was just really getting him down because it was just one thing after another, after another, after another. And they were feeling really depressed about it and kind of getting to that point where they wanted to give up. And then uh, all of a sudden, one night, uh, she's having a salad and she started choking and could not breathe. Mm-hmm. And someone performed the Heimlich maneuver on her, saved her life. And that completely changed her attitude about mm-hmm. all of her health problems and everything. Like it it reinvigorated her her desire to... You know what? We're going to do whatever needs to get done, and 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 and, and I'm just going to 
take on a different approach. It made her realize she wanted to live. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was very sobering for her. Yeah. We got to take a quick break here. It is 630 with Jeff and Jen, and we'll get to the rest of the day's news, including Sharon Stone weighing in on the interest she receives from men. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art looks great she's beautiful yeah she's she's, stunning woman she really is who is it you're talking about actress sharon stone oh sharon stone yeah she takes very good care of herself and you know despite the health issues she's had in the past she looks fantastic and she will tell you that she says. <laughs> she's also um, brilliant. She's she's isn't she Mensa? I think Mensa? she is Mensa. Yeah, yeah. So she's I mean super intellectually intelligent. Right. I, IQ. I don't know about EQ or AQ, but IQ for sure. Uh, she certainly doesn't suffer from any insecurities. She says, mm-hmm. uh, "I think I'm hotter now more than I've ever been. I'm in my sixties. <laughs> People think that no one looks at you anymore, but the truth of the matter is, uh, I actually have just as many people who want to sleep with me now as I ever did. Oh, nice. Good for her. Must be nice. Who is yeah. it? That's what I want to know. Who's well, hitting you but up? She, I feel like she's also done interviews recently where she's like, I haven't been on a date in 10 years or I haven't been, you know, with a man or anything. I've also feel like she said that along. That's why she's getting so much pull right now is because she came out and said, nobody wants to date me. And then all these people were like, I'll do it. I'll date you. I'll date you. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Now, there are guys. She says there are guys out there who avoid older women. But Sharon says it's not because they're not sexy anymore. She said when you're an older woman, she says the thing with that is that you're just not as easy as you were when you were young. You're not as easy to F. You're not as easy to get rid of. And you're not as easy to keep quiet. And you're not as easy to dump afterward. You're not as easy to be a side piece. Look at that. It's not that you're not hot. You're hotter. You just don't make it as easy on them as maybe you did Mm -hmm. at another time in your life. Wow. So there you go. 65-year-old Sharon Stone. Go, Sharon. All right. Angelina Jolie. You know, when is the last time we, like, saw her out and about and doing things? Uh, she doesn't, a bit. yeah, she says she doesn't do that much. She says her kids are quote, the closest people to me in my life. And they're my close friends. She said, we had to heal. There are things we needed to heal from. And everybody is just Aww. guessing these things they needed to heal from were, well, basically Brad Pitt. She doesn't say that explicitly, but she does say she made the choice to leave Hollywood after the divorce because it's shallow and not a healthy place. She admits she doesn't really have a social life. She says, I realized my closest friends are refugees. Maybe four out of the six of the women that I am close to are from war and conflict. Wow. Oh. But you know what? Angelina, and this is not saying that this is bad or I just think this is. She's never seemed like a girl's girl. No. Like no. she would have 
a girls' night out. There's no squad. There's no <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's no Jennifer Aniston who uh-huh. has open door policy for her friends to just come over and yeah. You know, that's yeah. No, I don't that's, think she has a lot of girls' so nights. Right. There's yeah. no girl gang. That's not. The, yeah. Her kids are her girl gang. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but let me ask you this: Do you what do you think she would want? What do you think she would want to do with other women? Nothing. Like, is there a, is there anything nothing. that you like? You think she could get Manny Petties? See, nothing. <laughs> none of that kind of stuff. None of, none of that at all. No way. No. Just some I mean, if of she, blood. if she, you know, if she, UFC if, fighting. I know. It. I could see her, you know, having a deep, meaningful conversation with someone from the UN. Or some sort of politician that's doing... That's what she does for her. That is nice her. Out. Yeah, I think that is... <laughs> that's what she would enjoy. She, but she strikes me as someone who would be better one-on-one. Yeah, probably oh, for sure. looking for someone who's like philosophically in line yes. with her. Someone that she can have stimulating conversations yes. with. Someone she can trust impeccably to keep yes. their mouth shut. Yes. Yeah. Don't talk about me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would hang out with her. And though. also, too, like I, you know, I have someone in my life who is someone who enjoys their time alone, mm-hmm. which I relate to. Yeah. And she gets herself every now and then she'll get herself in a situation where she'll invite someone to say, go kayaking with her. Uh-huh. And then as that time approaches closer and closer she's like i i kind of hope they bail <laughs> i just because i kind of just want to enjoy the nature by myself yeah. like i don't want a chitty thing yeah she'll follow through with it but secretly she's hoping yeah is that what a red flag that? though when you have a, a person that doesn't have any friends or doesn't- oh she's got friends but again she's that super Tight knit, like her closest friends are her college roommates, but they live out of state. Mm -hmm. Her tier ones are her college roommates, but they all live out of state. I think like two of them live in Connecticut. And so she's up there a lot visiting and they'll hang out and they, you know, they do barbecue, they do stuff together. But like outside of that immediate group of tier one Mm -hmm. inner circle college friends, yeah, her dailies are more cash. Yeah. You know, she's joined some like social groups and stuff and she mm-hmm. does some things, but anytime it's it feels like it's on the trajectory for, hey, we could become really good friends, she She bails. It, she just puts them to a tougher litmus test. It's kinda like what Sharon Stone was saying. You know, the older you get, the, you're not as easy. You just have higher standards. You're just more picky about the people you let into your inner circle. That's well, you all. realize, too, how valuable your time is, and you're not going to spend your time. You know, you, there's two things you can do with your time. You can spend it or you can invest it. Are you just going to spend it doing things that, you know, just it's right. gone? <laughs> it's just time gone? Or are you going to take your time and invest it in relationships or learning and growing or doing things that are going to I think make you need your to life? Do both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she has little pangs of guilt about it. And I, of course, am like, I get it. Yeah. I hope people No judgment for me beer. Too. <laughs> right. Uh, this is kind of an interesting story. The, the whole Barbenheimer phenomenon over the summer between uh, the Oppenheimer movie that was so huge and, and the Barbie movie, which was even bigger. Uh, but I'll tell you what, a lot of people did not want that to happen. We had heard rumors about that, about how they didn't like the timing of the two movies coming out at the same time, least of which was, I think, Tom Cruise, because it interfered with uh, 
with the release of his movie. But luckily, Margot Robbie doesn't just talk the talk when it comes to fighting the patriarchy. Listen to this. During a chat with Oppenheimer star Cillian Murphy, Margot revealed that one of his producers actually reached out to her and asked her to move the Barbie release date. And I understand why, because he was probably trying to, the producer was probably trying to get as many of the IMAX screens as he could for whatever reason. And he was in fierce competition with Tom Cruise. So any help, you know, they could get would be appreciated. But she, she was like, no, we're not moving our date. Like, you know, I I don't know if your issue is with Tom Cruise or if you're scared to be up against us, then you move your date, mm-hmm. you know? And he was like, well, we're not moving our date. I just think it'd be better for you to move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help you here. Yeah. This isn't about me. And I was like, we're not moving. Yeah. And besides, I think this is a great pairing. It's a perfect double billing. Like, these two movies could not be more opposite. Yeah. So, Barbie and Oppenheimer, there you go. Yep. And you two can take on Tom Cruise together. All day long. And they did. And they won. They kind of spanked him. Really? Yeah, big time. All right, so here we go. Bling in a box with James Freed Jewelers. I have hidden a jewelry box somewhere in the tri-state. I give you clues. You find it. You win. You could win up to $3,000 in James Freed Jewelry. So this is serious business. The box is out there. This is box number three. I gave you one clue yesterday. I will review that, and then I will give you a new clue for today. So here we go. Another box for you to find out and about in your daily grind. It's in a place outside the norm. It's getting cold. Stay safe and warm. All right. Here's your second clue. It's weird and it's dirty. Don't go here to be flirty. So very sorry if you get stuck. There may be thorns in the muck. It's weird and it's dirty. Don't go here to be flirty. So very sorry if you get stuck. There may be thorns in the muck. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so go find the box. If nobody finds it, we'll have another clue here at 835, at 840. And on James Free's Facebook page at 835. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Taylor Swift. Forbes magazine published its list of the world's most powerful women. Taylor is at number She's five. Wonderful. How does he that feel, Travis? Number 
fine. Be one of, with one of the most powerful women in the world. But listen to this. The only people ahead of her are the president of the European Commission, the president of the European Central Bank, Prime Minister of Italy, and Vice President Kamala Harris. Look at that. Right? Damn. Other names All worth women. mentioning. This, well, that's the list the right. women of list, women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Melinda Gates is at number 10. Mackenzie Scott, formerly Bezos, is at 13. I would have thought she'd be higher. Oprah Winfrey at 31. Beyonce at 36. Rihanna at 74. And Barbie at 100. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's right. a lot of good people on that list. It's an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're talking about lists, time to look back at the best and worst television shows we saw this year. Uh, I'll give you the 10 best, working my way back from number 10. Telemarketers on HBO. Never seen it, but yep. now I'm open to checking it out. It's one of the 10 best. Kunk on Earth. What is Kunk? It's a BBC show. You can find it on Netflix. That's all I know about it. I've never heard of it. I will check it out and get back to you. Because I know uh, how precious your time is. You have very little time to be watching television, Jen. Very little. The other two on Comedy Central, Reservation Dogs on FX on Hulu, uh, Poker Face on Peacock, Beef on Netflix. I'm having a hard time getting into that one. Yeah, Me what too. is that about? It's, it's about two people that uh, they have like this chance uh, parking lot encounter. encounter. Mm-hmm. And it's just this like massive fight that just escalates and it's doesn't Allie end. It's Wong and um, I forget the name of the I other do guy. Too. But it's like it's just really mad. It's just like mm. nothing about it makes me feel good. Uh, the Last of Us by HBO, Barry uh, on HBO, uh, The Bear on Hulu. I did watch that. It's awesome. during a Hulu trial. It is excellent. I love that show. I just didn't keep up on the. I let the trial expire. And it's I very it. fast paced. Like I got anxiety watching the bear. Like yeah. they're only what, like thirty seven minutes or something like that. And it's yeah. like bam, 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 bam. Like all the cooking and all this stuff. That's I, on my list for this this oh, winter. I love it. Yeah, it's I, good. Yeah, it's what on season two. It just wrapped season two. I, think. I just need more shows on Hulu to justify yet another streaming service. <laughs> they had and a then, special on Black Friday. We ordered the whole year for like sixteen ninety nine. Oh, you did on oh, for wow. Hulu. Yep. And then number one on the list is Succession by HBO, which just wrapped up. So if you never started it, now would be a good time to binge it because it's all there for you. Uh, Ten worst shows, according to TV Line. The Crowded Room on Apple TV Plus. I haven't seen it. Uh, did you not like that show? Did no. you watch that show? No, I'm, just, I'm waiting for all of the shows because I watched none. Oh, these are- I, I watched I've never none even on heard the best of most shows. of these. Yeah. I'm waiting for me to watch basically all of them on the worst. Okay. <laughs> Velma on Max, Citadel on Prime Video, The Flash on the CW, Big Brother on CBS, Alert, Missing Persons Unit on Fox, Fubar on Netflix. Uh, yeah, we tried to watch it. That was dumb. Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. Fear the Walking Dead on AMC and The Idol on HBO. The Idol notoriously bad. That was and the weekend. A lot show. of oh, yes. oh yeah, and a lot of uh, issues also too behind the scenes. Yeah, and allegations of toxicity in the workplace and all kinds of negative. Yeah. Wow, I'm over twenty on that list. I, had, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, yeah. I did, all right. Yeah, I was gonna say I did start the Squid Game reality show, Tim. All right, that's your latest C News. I have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, so we're not doing fake it for real. What are we heading to next? It's Wednesday, guys. We're just jumping back into news.
Ball off. I think I think Wednesday. Let's see. I think that is it. Okay, then we'll leave it there for now. First, let's check the roads. Denise jo- This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hey, Joe. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. I told my wife it was going to be B before you guys started the question. Yeah. I'm going to... Hope it's still B. You're going to stick with it. All right. I'll read I'll read the headlines one more time. You're very anxious to get this going, aren't you, Joe? No, I can take all day. I work from home. <laughs> oh, even better. All right. So here are the headlines. You're going to go with B, but here's A. Guy throws urine samples at cops and gets tased. B is a lady mm. threw food at a Chipotle worker, so a judge is making her get a job in fast food. Or C, man throws poop at a neighbor and the judge makes him clean horse stalls. You're going with B. Uh-huh. Right? I'm going with B. You're sticking with <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. All right. I think that's a real smart move. You are correct. There you go. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Good job, Joe. I'm going to put you on hold. Fritz is going to set you up with your tickets. Perfect. All right, Thank buddy. Hang awesome. on. Have a good one. Yeah. I don't know if this counts as being sentenced to hard labor, but back in September... A 39-year-old woman near Cleveland named Rosemary Hain got arrested for throwing a burrito bowl at a Chipotle worker. That's messy. I don't know what the story was there. She didn't think it was well-made enough or something. Hmm. Started yelling at the poor girl, threw it in her face. That's not very nice. No, and got thrown in jail for assault, as she should have been. Mm-hmm. And then footage of it went viral a few days later. But now that story is in the news again after she just got sentenced last week and her judge decided to get creative with it. I like it when judges do this. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Timothy Gilligan. He gave her 180 days in jail, but suspended 90 of those days and offered her a way to lop off another 60 if she wanted to. Hmm. He said, you can avoid two months of jail time if you agree to get a job working at a fast food place just to see what it's like back there. Hmm. Yeah, I'll play audio of Palmer Municipal Court Judge Timothy Gilligan sentencing Rosemary along with comments from him and the victim, Emily Russell. Do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people or do you want to do your jail time? I'd like to walk in her shoes. She didn't get a snap on her vest. She's going to learn how to walk in fast food, and hopefully it'll be good. And no one deserves that. So I thought, why should the city taxpayers pay for her and feed her for 90 days in jail if I can teach her a sense of empathy? 
Yeah, if it works, I suppose. Uh, you know, the important thing to me is how does the victim feel about it? And you just heard from her. She said, well, you know, she didn't get a slap on the wrist. And I hope she doesn't have to work with her. Yeah, but then a different Chipotle. Yeah, guess who you're going to train? <laughs> so she's got to work there part time at a fast food place. Doesn't have to be at, at a Chipotle. It can be mm. any fast food place, but wherever she's got to work there part time, twenty hours a week for at least two months. It's got to be something where she has to deal directly with people, so that she can be on the receiving end of what she was putting down. By the way, Emily, the victim, uh, said the experience was so traumatizing, she left her job at Chipotle but has huh. a new gig now. She told a reporter she was happy with the judge's sentence. Good. So there you go. There you have it. Yes. Hmm. It is 19 after 7 with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. How much of what you see on social media is real? And... How to score a $25 flight home for the holidays. News that didn't make the news is coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jenna, here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, before we get to those stories, if social media isn't addictive, then why do we spend so much time looking at it? Even though we know that most of what we're looking at on social media isn't even real. <laughs> mm -hmm. A new survey found that Americans believe only 37% of the content on social media is actually real. Wow. And like, some what do they think it is? Well, some examples of that, like struggling to separate authentic images from ones with hidden filters, Photoshop, and other edits. Okay. But it's more than that. Like, people are very skeptical of the targeted advertisements the influencer content, like I was watching, uh, it, just the, like these god-awful ads that they make you sit through of, you know, someone who's like kind of a known influencer, but not uh -huh. really. And it's like, hey, guys, I just got the blah, 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 and it works <laughs> great. And, I, it, and it does this and it does that. It's like, does anybody buy what you're saying? Yeah. That's a good question. And I don't, you know, somebody... That it has to be working though, or they wouldn't be paid influencers. Uh, is it work like that's that's my question? Is how is that value quantified? Is it quantified by how many clicks it Honey. gets, or is it based on how many units you actually sell? Because even if you're getting a million clicks, what percentage of that are you actually? I would selling. love to figure out the math. There are companies that do both. We've been paid to do like a campaign for, let's just say, a beverage. And they'll just pay you a monthly fee. 600 bucks a month. Post three posts about our beverage. Mm -hmm. Cool, the end. But then there are also influencers where they have like a special link. And they like, hey, go to, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm speaking for XYZ part. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy it from Home Depot, click my link. And right. it takes them to like a... Home Depot's website through their link, which they get a cut of. 
Right. And that's how they keep track. Well, it's really. We've done both. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting how Facebook, because Jacob's page has been monetized. So there are multiple different ways that you get paid and trying to figure it out. Like we can have, we can post a video that gets close to a million views and get paid like squat for that. But then we get a post that's just a picture that gets 50,000 or not even 10,000 likes and it makes way more than the video did. They don't it's want like you to know how trying it works. to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah it's they, a secret system that they is. intentionally oh, oh, they don't try want to, to convolute know. so you With, can't figure it out. Out yeah. of doubt. And it's just I, I just can't get it. And there's different ways. There's there's performance and that's by likes and shares. And then there's in stream ads. And they put, and there's different ways you can do the in-stream ads. Right. I just have it going at the very end of videos. But it's not even on all the videos. It's like, I don't know how they're choosing which ones to put it on and when and which ones, which ads even They do what they want, Janet. They totally do what they want. But a lot of them, like, what happens is, is the company will just, you know, send them a bunch of free product that they don't even use. And then they just go on there and. They try to pitch it as a friendly tip or hack mm-hmm. when in reality is they're just scripted paid promotions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I call attention to the difference between like, you know, what we do here. I, I, I'll use myself as an example. I've had these longstanding relationships with Genesis Diamonds, mm-hmm. Kroger, Duncan, Cincinnati Museum Center. Yeah. All places that I that I was patronizing or going to or had relationships with long before we ever entered into this advertising partnership. Right. Because I think that's how they should be. I think they should be places that you actually mm-hmm. go to or use or love. Yeah. And and clients that you go after because that's the best partnership, right? Well, it's the like easiest. I want to work with companies that I actually participate with oh uh, absolutely and, you know but i actually I'm, spend money with yeah i'm the same way with carrie i've gotten every one of my cars there for the past 15 years at carrie toyota and mitchell's of course i live there in the plastic surgery group and kroger i mean oh my god yeah it's hard to do a commercial for something you don't use or believe in right oh yeah for sure and there have been clients that we've you know jen and i uh, we'll tell you there's a client. I'm not going to mention the client, but there's a client uh, who we were pitched to to partner with, uh, with the understanding that we would uh, get paid a certain amount of money mm-hmm. to talk about their business, and we would also use the product. And uh, we ran into some glitches with this client. It was a mail order company, mm-hmm. you know, where you mm-hmm. could send loved ones a something. certain something. And use the code Jeff and Jen to get your right. It was one of those use the code deals. Yep. And we started getting feedback from listeners saying, "Hey, you know, they screwed me on shipping, or they charged me for this, and they, they, they weren't even that great, and the quality wasn't bad, and that, like, that's that's unacceptable. Like, yeah. You don't want to be in that position no. where you're pitching something that that people are gonna because you're you're attaching your name to it right and this yeah. company was spending a lot of money they on were. advertising here they were and we had to, we were in the unfortunate position of having to go to our general manager I'll never forget we had to go to Mike Frederick and sit down in his office and tell him what was going on and we're like 
I, you know, we're so, so like, we're, we know they're spending a ton of money, but, mm-hmm. it, and he, he just kind of cut us off and he goes, nothing is, nothing is worth damaging your reputation. No amount of money. And that was cool. Or I couldn't, yeah, I just, yeah. I never, I don't think I've ever had a GM say that to me. Yeah. You know what? We'll walk away. Yeah. Because it, it was a lot of money, but he said it's not worth damaging your your reputation and and having dissatisfied listeners right yeah for sure that was cool and then there are also the businesses that friends and followers try to sell you on which are often pyramid schemes bots spam profiles over overall 74 percent of americans say they can't even tell what's real and what's fake and 71% of people think it's just going to get harder to determine what's real and what's not over the next 10 years with AI and other technology. Mm-hmm. They did a, another one of those stories on deep fakes and, and how good they're getting. Mm-hmm. They're not perfect. You know, you can still tell. But the, the, the story was how you can kind of differentiate the difference. And they used some examples of how they would take like Elon Musk's image or Joe Rogan's image. And they would have them doing videos promoting a product, using them as spokespeople when, in fact, Elon Musk or Joe Rogan never promoted the product in the first place. Yeah. And the reporter who was doing the story was used as a guinea pig by this super AI techie guy that was basically able to take that guy's image and voice and make him say whatever he wanted. and that's scary, creepy. And it was crazy. But the point that the reporter made is, he says, even though it's not perfect yet, and there are things that you can tell, details that you can tell, that show that this isn't real or that's not real, or look at the movement of this, or look at the way that the the image meets with the face, with Uh the rest of the body. He said, within a year, you won't be able to tell. Yeah, see, that is... It's just getting better and better and better. And how do you prove it's not you? You know, when if they, if they take your image and your likeness and they have you do or say something that you would never do or say, how do you prove that it isn't you? Right. I don't like it. I don't know how. Yeah. How do you? I mean, do you know? I mean, what a what an easy, fast way to destroy somebody. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. The other point that that they made in the story was, you know, one way is researching multiple sources like okay so you found this one video where say elon musk is pimping this product but like is this a known relationship that he has Mm -hmm. is this an affiliation that he's Mm -hmm. come out like check with his people or his company or his press office and see if this is a real partnership or Mm -hmm. because chances are it's not yeah you know how many times did like tom hanks come out and say i am not promoting this yeah Yeah. this thing whatever Could you imagine, though, working for those people and trying to find all the way their image and likeness, et cetera, is being used? I mean, that... You just... How do you keep up with it? How do you know? How do you keep up with what's really out there and what's not? Because anybody can take an image of you and say, Jen Jordan uses... Right, right, right. But, you know, AI... Fen Fen. Yeah, Yeah, but that happened. Do you remember the girl that worked down the hallway? She had her own, like, weight loss kind of journey that she was sharing. And people would take her image of her before and after pictures and put them on, like, weight loss products. products. Yeah. Yeah. That she had no... She had no... 
like way, shape, or form was affiliated at all. Right. And she had to go through the process of like fighting these people. Yeah. Because they were using her image. Well, I mean, it's going to get to a point where we don't know what, if anything, is real. I mean, I can see politicians doing this. I can see anybody that's got anything out for anybody else taking their image, their likeness video of them and attaching audio to it of them saying things that are, that completely destroy their character. You know, that get them canceled. Just because you don't want, you know, this is, you're running against them for office and you can get them saying the exact thing that will get no one to vote for them. I mean, it's, it's, or just to, or, or just to breed chaos in the world, like have them say inflammatory things that intentionally cause riots and who knows whatever black swan. Yes. So anyway, the, the whole point of the story is just, you know, how much of what you see on social media is real And despite the fact that people fall for these things, hook, line, and sinker, when you poll people and you ask them, how much of what you see on social media do you think is real? Intellectually, people will answer that question and say, "Ah, probably a third, like two-thirds of it is BS, and and a third of it is probably authentic. So it's like they know. Yep. But do they know when they actually come across it and see it is the question. Well, all of our is very genuine and authentic. As far all of as our we social know. media, as far yeah, our social media, our personal. But if ones there's any and... stuff floating out around, let us know. That we yeah. don't know about, <laughs> right? Uh, it's like whack them all, though, dude. Like trying to, you know, go after every fake site that uses your image and social media site. Oh, speaking of which, this is kind of off topic, but. <laughs> So my stepdaughter sent me a screenshot of a Hinge profile. Mm -hmm. Uh, So her friend is on Hinge, and she came across this guy. Mm -hmm. And under my simple pleasures. Oh, God. Is it a a picture of you? No, it's not a picture of me, but his interests are silky sheets. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show hey, and staying up late. Look at that. <laughs> I texted her back. I'm like, he sounds perfect. Nice. What's his name? Or, or can I see him? I don't know what his Let name is. Let me see. So do you remember, though, when that person stole your dating profile in Lexington, Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that happened to you a while ago where someone took your likeness. Yeah, of all the likenesses to take, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, then we had that uh, that fake Jeff and Jen page a couple years ago. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Where they were, like, putting our faces on there and then creating contests and asking people for their credit card numbers. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. It's like, well, that's from Russia. That's yeah, not here. don't do it. Oh, wow. Uh, this lady says, I'm a high school teacher and mother of a teen and this kind of thing is exactly what teens are doing to each other currently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just rotten. Maybe everybody will catch on and they'll just, this will be the death of social media. I doubt it, but no, I doubt it. Well, politicians yeah. have been lying to us for decades. I know. We still get all fired up about what they're level. saying. Uh, fall for it. Uh, What else? Amazon is offering college kids $25 flights home for the holidays. 
Yeah, if you got a kid in college. Are you going on an Amazon package plane? Yeah, mm-hmm. a cargo plane. It's it's called Prime yeah. Air. Yeah, you have to sit in a container. But <laughs> make sure to wear a winter jacket. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be really cold. Yep. Uh, no, Amazon is offering college students flights home for the holidays for 25 bucks. They have to be a member of Amazon's Prime Student Program, and there's a limited number of tickets each day, 3,000 of them total. But it started yesterday, and they're offering 1,000 tickets today, another 1,000 tomorrow. That's pretty cool. It works on select routes to all 50 states with departure dates between December 8th and the 25th. And return dates as late as January 14th. That's pretty cool. You have to sign into Amazon Prime Student to see the list of flights. And there is a $500 limit. Uh, but if the if the ticket would normally cost more than that, then you pay $25 plus any amount over $500. So you're still looking at a $475 savings. Mm. Today's tickets dropped at 3 a.m. Eastern, so I, I would imagine they're probably gone by now. But you got one more chance tomorrow, again, at 3 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Eastern tomorrow morning. Once okay. it's over, all students who did not snag the deal can get a discount code for $25 off of a flight, which is less exciting, but every little bit helps at that age, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And there you go. That is your news that didn't make the news Part one, we'll have more for you coming up after. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Taylor Swift at Cincinnati's Q102, who uh, just got a, a distinct honor of being Time Magazine's Person of the Year. She I is. I don't think it's a big shocker to you. Well, they just revealed it on the Today Show. They had the exclusive that Taylor Swift is the Time Person of the Year. She did uh, three different covers, and one of them includes her cat, which I think is super cute. But she talks a little bit about her relationship with Travis Kelsey. It says, by the time I went to my first game, we were already a couple. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just now going through it. I just posted the the whole kind of little tidbit thing from the Today Show on the Q102 Facebook page, but hmm. definitely going to have to check out the full article. For get, sure. Get all this tea. Get the scoop. Taylor Swift top in Times and seemingly everyone else's person of the year list. Yeah. She said, this is the proudest and happiest I've ever felt in my entire life. I am creatively fulfilled and free. I, how Thank long? you, Travis. <laughs> I know, right? How soon after her breakup with the long-term boyfriend did she start showing up with Travis? It, it felt like it was months. pretty quick. It was a little but while. But if they were already a couple, by the time we saw them together, she probably started dating him quite quickly after well, the breakup. So, our if you got to think about the timeline was like this. So, after she broke, her and Joe, wasn't that his name, Alwyn, broke mm-hmm. up. She started dating the Matt Healy and then was, like, rumored with some other folks. But Taylor Swift was here June 30th. And the next show after that was Kansas City, which is when we were hearing all of the kind of flirtation kind of started. And, so, mm-hmm. I would say if they started dating slash talking, that had to be in, what, July, you think? First, second, third week of July? 
Mm. Yeah. And then she came out for one of the football games in probably, what, September, October? Yeah. So, yeah, that feels about right. Yeah, July, August, September, three, four months-ish. Hmm. Well, cool. I'm excited to read that, what she has to say there. About all of it. By the way, there's a story of a YouTuber, speaking of influencers, this YouTuber intentionally downed his own aircraft to boost video. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm reading the story. This is from, what is this from? This is MDC. A YouTuber who intentionally downed his aircraft to boost video views as part of a sponsorship deal has been sentenced to six months in federal prison. Good. For deliberately destroying the wreckage, according to federal prosecutors. Wow, that's... His name is Trevor Jacob, 30, from Lompoc, California. So he was flying the plane. Yeah, evidently, he pleaded guilty to one count of destruction and concealment with the intent to obstruct a federal investigation. Prosecutors said in the aftermath of the crash, which occurred in November of 2021, uh, Jacob lied to investigators and a Federal Aviation Administration safety inspector. Huh. Wow. He's lucky he lived. The guy has 143,000 subscribers on YouTube. And he posted a 13-minute video titled, I Crashed My Airplane in December of 2021. That video amassed 3 million views before it was made private. The video, which Jacob shot using several video cameras mounted on different parts of the airplane, as well as a video camera and selfie stick, shows him taking off from Lompoc City Airport before ejecting from his Taylorcraft BL-65 about 35 minutes after departure. So it was his plane, though. I mean, he's not like he's he's not taking flying lessons from a place mm-hmm. and crashing their plane. Is that correct? Uh, like I'm, that's what I'm reading right now. He had initially agreed to provide the location and videos of the crash to the National Transportation Safety Board investigators, but later lied about not knowing the downed plane's location. Mm. It was then discovered that the guy moved the wreckage via helicopter before he cut it up and trashed the remains. So he didn't want the investigators to find the plane. So I'm assuming it's his plane. Uh, but the aircraft incident, the aircraft accident incident report Jacob submitted also falsely indicated that he ejected because his plane lost power and the and he had falsely told the FAA safety inspector that he ditched the plane because its engine had quit and he couldn't find a safe place to land. Mm. So, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That is. Crazy. Isn't that insane? That is nuts. Here's a clip from his video of the crash keep in mind again he bailed out with a parachute and let the plane crash over an unpopulated area oh my gosh get me out of this i guess i should probably document what's going on i cut my finger pretty bad got my elbow i'm just so happy to be alive He's not even a good actor. No, (laughs) No, not really. But he is lucky. I mean, that could have gone really bad for him. Wow. U.S. Attorney Dominique Camano, who prosecuted the case, said a stunt like Jacob's wrist causing more damage. This is a unique circumstance in that someone crashed an airplane for views. But the idea of doing stunts 
for views or for branded content is certainly not unique. And so the message here is if you're going to do something against the law, there's going to be a consequence. Anyway, wow. his Jacob's attorney says this experience has been so humbling. That's okay. insane. Come I've on. learned more about myself than in my entire prior life combined, and I've learned from my mistakes and look forward to being a contributing member of society and a mentor for youth. I'm excited to continue my positive growth as a person through my six-month term in prison. And by the way, give me a follow. I'm on YouTube. No, he didn't. Oh, my God. I was going to say. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is looking for a second date update with Simone. I like that name, Simone. Hi, Neil. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call and helping me out today. Happy to do it. Tell us how you met her and how the first date went. We'll go from there. Well, I met her online, and we actually went out twice. Um, the first time was just coffee, and we really hit it off. I actually knew within five minutes that I was going to want to see her again. After maybe like a half hour or so, it was clear that she was into me too. So I asked her if she wanted to go hiking, you know, on her profile, she said that she's very outdoorsy. So I thought, you know, the second date, maybe like a hike or a biking, you know, just outside as much as possible just to mm-hmm. get, you know, she enjoys it so much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she seemed really excited about it. And we uh, ended up going to Alt Park, which is really beautiful. We decided to go to the Alt Forest Trail. It's just a mile hike or so, and it was the perfect day, and I loved being around her. It was amazing. We went for a couple beers afterwards, and then she had to go. So I walked her to her car, hugged her goodbye. I told her I'd call her later. I reached out a couple times, and then I just haven't heard back. And I, I just have no idea what the deal is. I have no idea what's going on with her. But I'm hoping with your help we can figure it out. Yeah, you said a half hour into the coffee date, you knew that there was enough chemistry there to warrant a second date. So when, when oh, you definitely. So on that hike, you you still felt like that was as palpable on the hike as it was over coffee. Oh, yeah. If I mean, the entire hike, we were just, like, talking about our interests, our families, our jobs, like, you know, all, all, all like, the cliche first dating kind of stuff in the best kind of way. Yeah. And, yeah, I I, I have no idea what happened. No it, major I, differences jumped out at you? I mean, I thought the second date was even better than the first date, you know? Wow. Uh, we were vibing really well on the first date, and the second date was just, like, you know, we had been together for a, a couple of years already. Wow. You know, again, we were learning we were learning basic information about each other, but just like the way the conversation flowed, you know, the way the day went, it was just incredible. I, I have no idea why I'm getting ghosted here. Yeah, that's interesting. I've met people who, not necessarily in a romantic relationship, but I've met people who very quickly, even though I'm, I still may be getting to know them, I feel a certain sense of familiarity or understanding or connection to as if we maybe I think Jen once said, well, maybe you knew each other in a past life. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Where right. I think, you know, right. that's not that inconceivable. to me. Oh, my God. 
I mean, that's that's exactly what it felt like. Just like yeah. instant kind of comfort around this person. Your souls know each other. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Would you say you met her? You met her online, so she's officially dating people, right? Like you both are sort of out there. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that she's only seeing one at a time at least. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, that's not off the table. Anything's possible. Definitely. Okay. Right, right. I hope not, but I guess we'll see. We'll see what's up when we call Simone. A second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. They went on a couple of dates. Of course, the first was a coffee date. That's kind of the thing that people are doing now. Let's meet up for coffee, see if there's chemistry, and then proceed with an actual date. And he knew within the first half hour, yeah, definitely chemistry here. So they made a date to uh, go on a hike. They're both outdoorsy people, sort of active, hit the trails at all park, grabbed a couple of beers together after. It's one of those situations where you meet someone for maybe not the first time, but you're getting to know someone, yet you feel as though you're connected, like you know them. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what this was. So he was very surprised when he reached out to follow up for a third date that she hasn't returned any of his calls. Since you met online, you know, you are sort of technically putting yourself out there so she could have met someone else. We're going to call Simone and follow up because Neil is really interested and he'd like to see if there's any chance of this going further. You ready, Neil? Is there anything else you want to add before we call her? No, you pretty much got it all. All right, let's I, call I her. I really up. appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Simone. Uh, yes, this is. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and Jen, are you serious? It's mm-hmm. We're all here. Morning. Hi. Oh, hi. What's happening? Wow. Uh, you know, not much. Just getting ready for work. All right. Well, we don't want to keep you, but if you got a minute, we'd love to talk to you about your friend Neil, who you had coffee with and went on a hike with recently. Oh, my God. Is this second date update huh <laughs> yep. wow okay i never really thought this would happen to me <laughs> well listen people get busy we get that yeah um okay what do we we just like jump right in well um, i'm just curious <laughs> let me ask you are you seeing anybody else right now are you dating no no okay. i mean i'm dating yeah of course i'm dating but like you know you haven't picked one. Honest, no, not at all. And honestly, like, there was a minute where I really thought, like, there was some potential with Neil, but it kind of turned out to be a big bummer. Oh, no. Why? So, like, we went on the coffee date first. He was nice. He was charming. I was attracted to him. I'm like, okay, like, first date, check, you know. And then, like, I'm a huge outdoorsy person. So being with somebody long-term that is also into the outdoors is super important to me. Like, year-round, I'm outside. Like, I hike, I cycle, I golf, I ski, I snowboard, like, all of that. 
so he suggests we go on this hike for our second date. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. Like, this could uh-huh. actually go somewhere if we can do this stuff together. So we meet up. The hike was pretty good. But he was just saying something that I thought were, like, a little off. Like what? It's like, random sexual comments. Mm-mm. Like, he makes a joke about, like, the size of his junk. And then, like, at some point he says he's, like, never had an unsatisfied customer. <laughs> oh, boy. Talks the talk. Can he walk the walk? Did you want to find Weird. out? Yeah, because, like, we're hiking. Like, the timing was off. It was just, I don't know. I, did, I didn't really like it. And then afterwards we go for beers. And then, like, at that point he just kind of took it to another level. He's just, like, talking about how good he is in bed. He can't wait to induct me into his fan club. Oh, no. That's yeah. creepy. And he's like talking about, I think at one point he said women that he slept with years ago still text him late at night and beg him to come over. What? Oh, Why would wow. you reveal that? Exactly. I just, I felt oh like it was God. so over the top and just totally unnecessary. <sighs> and like, honestly, I left just being like, thank God that was a day date and I had an out because. If that was, like, at night and we were at dinner or something and he was saying all that stuff late at night, like, I actually might have, I probably would have been pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, there I is just, something I about gotta, the daylight, isn't there? jump in here, like, because oh you're, like, over-exaggerating it. I, I literally, like, a said, couple of jokes. you said those exact things, because I told all my girlfriends that night, like, I was like, no, literally. Okay, but it's, work, like, all like out of context. I was making, like, a couple of jokes. That was it. And I was just, like, trying to be funny. I'm not, like serious about that stuff like we were vibing well obviously we weren't really like it felt more like a sales pitch and not a really good one so you might need to rethink your jokes (laughs) wow yeah i appreciate the input but i'm good i have no issues with women all right at least ones that aren't too like you know wound up too tight i mean i don't know you called the radio station to get a hold of me so well, it was a mistake because I can't believe that, like, you actually took all that to heart. Like, I, I thought we were having a great time. We were joking around, laughing, and now all of a sudden it's all serious. And I mean, whether because I because we're on the radio, not, I thought it was weird. It was awkward. It made me a little uncomfortable. So, obviously, I didn't want to see you again. He did mention that he but felt he, very comfortable around you. Mm-hmm. And there are people who maybe get a little too comfortable too quickly with people they don't know that well. Yeah. I guess. I and guess then, like, if, the that is, if that's how he is normally, and he's just comfortable to express it, then I don't think we're a good match. Mm. Okay. Good it anyway. is weird sometimes when you're in a group of people and – some someone always feels a little more comfortable that they have to share or they think they're being funny when it comes to like their sexuality or manhood or how they get down and you're just like mm, maybe not the group for that well you just really run the risk too you start claiming to be all of this and that and then you get to it and it's a disappointment you're not living He's up to the reputation you're more. setting for I yourself. Mean, you know. Maybe we, he does. We usually live with the rule on this show, at least, to under-promise, oh, over-deliver. Yes. <laughs> Try to, anyway. Yeah, I exactly. do not toot my horn that much. Simone was giggling the whole time. This is, this is it was an uncomfortable laugh. 
because I couldn't believe you were oh, actually saying no. those on a second day date. Yeah. See, that's hard, too, is when you don't know somebody really well and they're laughing. Sometimes you think it's a genuine laugh when it's actually they don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's uncomfortable. <laughs> You're just like, killing like, it today. <laughs> right? I don't really want to date someone that's ungenuine, so she's, I'm good. Yeah. Well, okay, then we, we, we agree on something. High five. All right. Well, Neil, I'm sorry, man. All good. I appreciate the help, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime. Simone, we appreciate you taking the call. Well, it was very cool to talk to you guys. Thanks. And best of luck to you both. Thank you. Thanks. All right. You need a little help with the second aid update? Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Sorry. Finishing up my coffee over here. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K, you got to squeeze them in when you can, man. Just saying, we're multitasking over here. I know it. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. show on television that you're watching right now like we were just going over the list of the best shows of 2023 and there's a lot of stuff on here that i haven't seen like i i still haven't seen any of succession yet which i know wrapped but that's on my list of shows i'm going to binge eventually when i get around to it but is there a show like what is your favorite television show right now that you spend more time watching than anything else Oh, probably the Big Bang series. We watched them over and over again. Nice, you're a fan. Yeah. Yes. So you're the one. Those never get old for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are pretty funny shows. They are funny. It's like one of those huh. things where you just need filler TV on in the background. Mm-hmm. and They're easily digestible 30-minute episodes. For me, it's Friends. Yeah. For you, it's the Big Bang Theory. Well, for Tim, yeah. it's Murder, She Wrote. It is. Yeah. It is. Yep. Oh, I used to love that one, too. Oh, yeah. no doubt. All right. Well, let's try to win you $1,000 then. Yeah, let's do it. You know the rules. 30 seconds, 10 questions. Don't repeat your answers. Pass quickly. All right, Wanda? All right. All right. Give her a letter. Did you notice my phone was interfering with it? Was that just coming through my headphones or was that going on over the air? it clicked. Did it just go? What did it do? What's it doing? It's like he got some sort of message or his cell phone is ringing. It's like the frequency on my cell phone was causing electronic interference through the board. It was really subtle. I did hear it. But I could hear it. Okay, Mm. uh, Wanda, you have the letter N. N. We've had a run of really good letters, I feel like. Yeah. What? I'm sorry, what? What about the letter N? like that was out the other day. You feel like we had N the other day? Oh, they all start to run together. You know, we've been playing this game for 74 years, so. Oh, I know. You know, (laughs) they just keep coming and coming and coming. All right, with yeah. the letter N, let's do this thing, Wanda. You got it. Okay. All right. Here All right. We go. Thirty seconds on the clock. Whenever you're ready. With the letter N, name something you put in a box. Nightlight. A breakfast food. Uh, Nutella. Something green. Uh, Nissan. A zoo animal. Uh, pass. A clothing brand. Pass. A store. Oh, pass. Something you scrub. 
Pass. Something you catch. Uh, nasal hair. I don't know. Medication. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nasal hair. All right, Wanda. Uh, Something I scrub is my navel. Or your Your neck. Oh, yeah. Something I catch is a Nerf ball. There you go. Oh, yeah. What was the question number nine? We had a zoo animal, a clothing brand, a store. So a zoo animal would have been a newt. A newt. A newt. Newt? Because, yeah. How do you spell Newt? N-E-W-T. Newt. N-E-W-T. I, I know so. that because I'm huh. not kidding you. It's on the it's on the kid flashcards because they always have alphabet flashcards that have animals on it. Yeah. Really and right. when they get to an N, and it's, it's always, always Newt. Because there's not a lot out yeah. there. Okay. Is Neon a clothing brand? Nike. Yeah. Nike. You Nike. Said that, I didn't think of Nike. Oh, Nike. I didn't yeah. think of Nike yeah, either. Yeah, that would have been good. The way my brain works, Wanda, is... It it never goes for the most obvious answer. Yeah. He's got to be difficult, Wanda. <laughs> no, that's just how we're like. You would think it would be Nike. Nike's the most one of the most popular, obvious, if not right. the most popular brand that begins with a letter N. Is mm-hmm. that what I thought of? No, neon. Yep. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I I also am just reliving the moment where Tim <laughs> said Newt. Like, uh, oh, isn't that from is like that a from Monty, Monty Python? Python? A Newt. Oh, fine. <laughs> All right, well, keep trying, guys. So keep trying. Right, keep guys. trying. I will. Have a good one. I'll get it. Bye, Wanda. All right, there you go, Wanda. Bye. Yep. You know what other sitcom is really good that was on the air and then it went off the air and now it's back on the air? Frasier. I saw a commercial for yeah. it yesterday and it, it is intriguing to me. It's, What's it on? Paramount or something? It's on Paramount Plus. If you liked the show before when it was on TV, it is just as funny, if not funnier today than it ever was. It's really good. Wow. Huh. Okay. And we laugh hard. If you've never watched it before, do you have to like go back and watch the old stuff to get the news to get the current? I don't I don't know that it'll ah, it's a good question. Like will it be at like I never watched Frasier. C- can I start watching? Are you now familiar with like, the character? Like, did you ever see that character on Cheers? I mean, kind of, yeah. But he it was more fun in Frasier because he was on the radio. Yeah, but I th- he's not on the radio now. He's no, he he's retired. a lecturer at Harvard. He's okay. he's back in Boston. Okay. Uh his son is also in Boston. Is his son on the show? His son is on the show. Not okay. his real life son, but sure. his son is on the show. So all the characters on the show are new. Okay. Occasionally, there's a cameo. Like Lilith made a cameo. It was fantastic. Oh, Lilith. I'm sure. <laughs> I forgot about yes. Lilith. Uh, but the main characters on the show are Niall, I'm sorry, uh, Frazier, mm-hmm. uh, his his son, his nephew, who is Niall's son. Okay. Okay. I guess Niall's and Daphne are still living in Seattle. But they're still together. Okay, that's good. Right. And then, like, Frazier's got this best friend who's also a tenured professor at Harvard or something. Okay, do we like this best friend? Is he is he yeah, like Frazier yeah he's kind of he funny. Uh, he they they have enough in common to be really good friends. They go back a long way. Uh, but they're different enough that they play well off each other. Okay. Yeah, I I just I think it's a good show. So if you liked the show before, I think you really enjoy enjoy it now. The revival of Frasier on Paramount Plus. Okay, well, if that's you, good too. If now. we're talking like thirty minute sitcoms that are easily digestible. Mm-hmm. And by the way, there's no commercials because it's on Paramount Plus. So you sail it right through it. It's actually done in 20. Oh, wow. 
Something light for the evening. Something light for the evening before bed. Sure, mm-hmm. there was a new episode last night. That's why I had it in my head. Mm-hmm. So, real quick, we every year, as we approach the end of the year, we talk about New Year's resolutions. Yes. And every expert, every Tom, Dick, and Harry's... <laughs> Everybody's got an idea on how to make it work for you. Got some kind of hack on how to be successful. This is a new one. Peloton star Robin Arzon, who's doing her annual 3 for 31 challenge this month, says if you really want to keep your New Year's resolution, the best thing you can do for yourself. Uh Uh-huh is to start it right now. Like it's December 6th. Today is December 6th. Don't wait until the new year. She's telling you to start now. Okay. And the thinking here is the thought process. Well, keep in mind what she does. Uh, the, th- the three for 31 challenge is where you commit to walking three miles or doing, say, 30 minutes on a bike. Every Is that every day? It's every day in December. Okay. But she uses that as an example where if you start your resolution now at the craziest time of the year when you got this, that, and the other thing going on, Uh I mean, let's talk about how busy you are. Yeah, right? Where am I going to squeeze that in? (laughs) Well, that's kind of her point. Like, if you can start the resolution now at the craziest time of year, you may not be consistent those first few weeks, but if you're able to just do your best to stick it out all month, then you won't have any excuses for next year when things start to calm down after the holidays. Okay. So her point is, if you can do it now and stick with it all month, then there's no reason you can't do it the rest of next year, too. Yeah, if you can do it during the hardest part of the, the yeah. year then you should where be able food to do it and parties anytime. and weather. Right. Yeah. Well, in time. That's exactly her point. Yep, that makes sense. Well, because it's like the time part of it is like, you're running here, you're doing that, you have this, you have that, we're going to the show, we're going to see the lights. It's like, wow. Right. I saw, too, like, um, a lot of, there's, like, a new place in Ross that's doing, like, cardio kickboxing, and they decided to start classes at, like, 5, 530. I've done some before. They're kind of fun. I just keep telling myself, like, if I wasn't doing this job, I would be one of those people that would wake up at 530 and totally go to a kickboxing class. That's funny. (laughs) Don't you think that you would be, like, being a morning person like this, do you guys think that you would be motivated to work out? No, when I'm when I'm done <laughs> when I'm done doing mornings, I'm going to sleep for three years. Yeah, I'm kind of with him on that one. And but then that we would can be start. ideal because I'm up at like six on the weekends. I'm like, man. Now, would you be if you didn't my, have Penelope? I think so. I you'd don't think I, you'd still. Well, be I think a because of person? this job. Well, it's mostly because like my bodily functions. Like I have to get up and pee by six a.m. When you go I, on vacation, does it shift? No, I'm usually up at like six wow. six thirty. I wish it would. It's yeah. I I'm a sleeper, man. I am. I, if I could sleep 11 to 7, just 11 to 7, 11 to 7 would be my, that's my sweet spot. 11 p.m. to 7 so a.m. It, it takes zero time. Like, I was up until 11 last night. I was just up. Like, yep, I'm just up. It's not happening, the sleep thing. Yeah, I mean, I see people, like, I've been backing out of my driveway to go to work in the morning. It's pitch blackout. You know, it's 5-something a.m., and and I, I got to be really careful backing out because there are people who are out jogging. Yep. 
even walking. Yep. I, there's a guy with a, uh, not a Great Dane, a German Shepherd. He's out running every morning in our neighborhood. And he, the dog's not on a leash. Yeah, they just run right next to each other. And I'm like, got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I got an Orange Theory Fitness right around the corner from my place. I mean, there are people. Uh, I mean, that parking oh, yeah. lot is full. Yeah, people do it. They yeah. do it. And, man, I got mad respect. That is willpower, intention. Hey, I got a breaking news alert just now. Speaking of half-hour sitcoms, uh, one of the fathers of half-hour sitcoms, producer Norman Lear, who created All in the Family. Oh, my God. Maude, the He's Jeffersons. Be really old. Good Times, bunch of others. We learned just a few moments ago that he's passed away Aww. at the age of 101. I was going to say. He's always wow. on uh, CBS Sunday Morning a couple times a year. They always talk to him. Yeah. 101, though? He, he's a legendary television yeah. writer and producer who, what makes him unique against all the other TV writers and producers that is that he introduced political and social commentary into sitcoms that resulted in some of the funniest shows on television ever. I mean, I it's been a long time since I've watched All of the Family, but I would imagine if we went back and watched it now, we would be like, oh, my God, we would never, they would never be able to get away with that today. Never. You know, never. Well, it's funny because when he talks about it in interviews, uh-huh. you know, he's not so sure about that because he says, if you go back and you look at what we were doing then, Mm-hmm. We were sort of parodying ignorance because uh, that's what it really is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you think? Well, it's been a long time since I watched it. I don't know. That's why Jimmy Kimmel brought back those commemorative episodes where they had new actors mm-hmm. taking on those oh, roles, and and they were that. actually pretty successful. Yeah. But I don't know. This this guy reigned at the top of the television world through the 1970s and the early 80s, leaving a lasting mark on, on shows that brought the sitcom into the real world. Uh, Jefferson's looked at the struggles faced by an upwardly mobile black family. Uh, the very different black family on Good Times dealt with poverty and discrimination. And then you had the protagonist on Maude, who was an outspoken feminist. Oh, and I forgot that show, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that, the heroine of that show was played by all manner of modern-day problems, not the least of which was her own neurosis. Wow. Hmm. What a life, man. 101 yeah. years old. And he was sharp to the very end. That's the thing. is They would interview him at 101. Yeah. And he was in, you know, for a guy 101, he was in great physical shape and pretty sharp. Yeah. So we wow. might see like a resurgence of those shows on. Hulu Pop or Paramount or, yeah, whatever networks. Whoever owns them now. Yeah. Okay, it's 840. Yes, let's do this. Bling in a box with James Free Jewelers. You can win your share of $10,000 in James Free Jewelry. Every every year at this time, I have five jewelry boxes in the tri-state somewhere. You just have to figure out where I put them, go find it, and you win. You can win up to $3,000 in James Free Jewelry all by yourself. So we are on box number three right now. And I've given you two clues so far. I'm going to give you clue number three, and let's see what happens, okay? Okay. All right. Another box for you to find out and about in your daily grind. It's in a place outside the norm. It's getting cold. Stay safe and warm. 
It's weird and it's dirty. Don't go here to be flirty. So very sorry if you get stuck. There may be thorns in the muck. All right. Here's your new clue. Run, jump, and play is pretty close by. Do you like to drive or prefer to fly? This little game, having fun yet? For safety reasons, use a net. All right. Run, jump, and play is pretty close by. Do you like to drive or prefer to fly? This little game, having fun yet? For safety purposes, use a net. Right, another clue if nobody finds it here tomorrow morning at 6.40 and on James Free's Facebook page at 6.35. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.